This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the $100 is Rich Jones. Okay, Rich Jones, he is stuck in corporate. He wants to break free. He's binging on the show. For your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday morning, simply subscribe to the podcast right now on iTunes and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Many people ask me how I used email to sell my first company, Heyo, and it's simple. You want to do things like open tracking so that you know when a potential buyer actually opens your email or potential new customer. You also want to set reminders so you can quickly know when to follow up with somebody if they haven't replied to you or use things like auto follow-up sequences. You can do all of this with a company called thetopinbox.com. In fact, I liked it so much, I bought the whole business. Go try it for free at thetopinbox.com right now. Nathan Latke here. This is episode 512. Don't forget, guys, tell all your friends to listen to the top this holiday season while they're traveling. Tomorrow morning, we've got a special one with Bart Lorang, the CEO of Full Contact. They've raised $50 million and they have 50,000 customers. They help all their customers get accurate contact data. So what's next? Top Tribe, good morning. Nathan Latke here. And our guest today is Henry Schuck. He's the CEO of Discover Org, which is a leading entrepreneur. Sorry, he is a leading entrepreneur in sales, intelligence, and lead generation. Under his leadership, Discover Org built the industry's most accurate, highest quality contact database through a mix of technology and a team of live researchers who continually call into thousands of IT, marketing, HR, and finance departments. Henry, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready. All right, man, let's do this. First things first, just tell us what does Discover Org do and how do you generate revenue? So we're a sales intelligence platform that is focused on providing really deep intelligence on the company and the contact uh, information of buyers of 60,000 companies worldwide. So we start at the top of departments, like in the IT department, we start at the CIO and marketing at the CMO and finance at the CFO. And we map the organizations under those people. We provide our customers with direct phone numbers, email addresses, technology stack information, projects and triggers that are going on at the company. And we sell it on a subscription basis uh, to the sales and marketing departments of over 2,100 companies uh, across the globe. You have 2,100 customers? 2,100 customers. When did you launch? We launched in 2007. And well, okay, good. You're one, so you've been around kind of longer than most people. T- tell us about that. Why, why'd you launch in 07? What'd you see that, that made you excited about the space? So I had worked for a similar company when I was in um, an undergrad and left How the company. You know? I'm 33. Okay, got it. Um, I left, went to law school, and a friend of mine who I had worked with while I was in uh, undergrad at that other company that did something similar called me and said, hey, I want to start something that's like this. Um, And I initially, I said no, and he bothered me enough to the point where he convinced me to to go in on this thing with him. And we started in. Sorry? Why do you like you? Why did how, why did he like me? Yeah, did he what did did you compliment a weakness he had? I mean, why did he like you? I think because at the previous company, I had I had steered that company from three hundred thousand in revenue to close to five million in revenue and a private equity exit, and I think he saw 
that I, I could understand the inner workings of a company like this. Got it. Okay. That makes good sense. What company was that? It was a company called iProfile, which we acquired in July of uh, two, 2015. Oh, so you, t- you turned around and bought it. We bought it. Yeah. Years later, but yeah, we bought it. Oh, that's pretty funny. Did the, did the PE firm, they just didn't know how to run it. So you got it like at a flash sale. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. It always happens. That's the best way to yeah. find deals are at PE firms. <laughs> it's the best. It's like the way. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, some PE firms think that they're operators. Oh, gosh. Um, and this one was being operated by the PE owners. And that's never a good scenario. We're owned by a PE firm, but uh, they're oh, smart you? enough. To, we are. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Which PE firm? TA Associates. Okay, wait, take us through that. So you weren't owned by them originally. When did you sell to them? Well, 2014. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So, okay. So 2007, you guys launch it. You build, you build, you build, you build. Uh, did you, did you raise capital or did you self fund? No, we self funded. Okay. So you self funded. What was the conversation like? I mean, how does somebody decide to sell to a PE firm? So first of all, we self funded through 25 million in ACV. Okay. Um, which is incredible. Value. Yeah. Annual contract value. And so we were on a $25 million run rate when we took the funding. And I think we sort of got to a place where we had a hundred plus employees. We were growing pretty fast and we sort of realized that if we wanted to go to the sort of the next stage, it was going to be difficult to do it without people who had done it before. Um, so what year was actually, that? Did you hit 25 million in ACV? 2014. Okay. Got it. Got it. We finished the year at 33, but when we sold, we we're around 25. Okay. Got it. But you were self, you and your, your co-founder owned basically besides an equity pool, maybe you own basically hundred percent of the business. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, how did walk me through that? Did you run a process? Did you reach out to people? Do they reach out to you? So throughout the, the two years leading in, so t- 2012 to 2014, we got, we were approached by a variety of different private equity firms. Um, we had two, we had, we had turned away two term, term sheets because um, they just didn't feel right or the timing didn't feel right. And then we decided to run a process. And so we hired a banker and we went out to a handful of banks and uh, we picked TA because we felt like they'd be really great partners. Okay. And what, I mean, what about TA did you really like? I'm sorry. You cut out. Nathan. What about, I'm sorry. What about TA did you really like? I think number one, we felt like, you know, when you go through these processes, it's like everybody says the exact same thing. It's as though they all like someone gave everybody the same playbook <laughs> and they just read it in these meetings. Um, and it's all sort of like, Hey, we're not operators. We want to be, we, we love partnering with entrepreneurs and, um, and helping them grow their businesses. That's the thing that we love. And then you hear all these horror stories where like, obviously half of them are lying. Um, if not more. Yeah. And we just really trusted TA about that. They, they, they didn't come across like they wanted to come in and give us uh, mandates for how to run the business. Um, they, I really felt like they trusted me and they trusted my leadership. So that meant that they would trust decisions that I made at the company and surround me with good people to help me make better decisions. And, and they've been true to that. Okay. So let's dive deeper on a, a little bit of this. So you, people kind of know more about the business story now. Now you're still at TA, right? Yeah, TA still owns Discover Org. Okay, and I mean, do they give you a lot of, I mean, freedom, basically? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, ton. My, my, my day-to-day life has changed very little from pre-investment to post-investment. Yeah, that's a much better way to answer a question than I poorly asked. Um, great. What is the, so what is the, uh, you said you have 2,100 customers. What, what are they typically paying you for? Are they getting an Excel download? Are they getting a suite of tools? What are they paying for? Yeah, they're paying for annual access to our platform, which is a SaaS platform. 
Um, and then they're paying for certain slices of the data. So they may come to us and say, we're focused on Fortune 2000 companies and, so, and, and, and the IT decision makers at those companies. And we'll say, okay, great. You have access to all the Fortune 2000 companies. It's integrated into your CRM system. It's constantly updated. You have unlimited downloads and exports. So they pay for a slice of the data and a certain number of users. Okay. And on average, what's the average customer or company kind of paying you, whether it's monthly? I imagine most of your stuff is probably annual contracts. Yeah, everything is multi-year or annual. Yep. And they're paying anywhere from 30000 to, you know, a million dollars. Okay. A- annually. Annually. Okay. Got it. So if I... Is it, I mean, is the math as simple as taking kind of that annual number, uh, dividing to get to MRR, dividing by 12 and then multiplying by 2,100 companies to get about 5.2 million bucks in MRR? Uh, it's close. It'll be a little there. bit more than, yeah, we'll, we'll exit this year around 70 million in run rate. Okay. Got it. So that's great. That's helpful. So 70 million bucks in ARR is what you'll kind of finish out, uh, December at which, uh, again, a lot of the folks listening in, you guys think in terms of, of monthly. So to do that monthly math, obviously just take the 70 divided by 12. Um, what about some of the other economics around the business? So one of the things, uh, Henry, when I talk to other folks in this space, they have huge issues with churn because people will come in and you know what I'm going to say, they'll download all the data they want, then they'll leave. Mm-hmm. How do you guys manage churn? Well, so look, I think that that's that's the fundamental piece of not only any business and sales intelligence, but really any SaaS based business. And um, we have a large customer success team. We do a lot around education, um, both from a platform perspective, but also really from a like a true success perspective. Because when you think about our business, I, I think our customers buy Discover Org not for the data, not because it's clean, not because it's integrated, but they're buying Discover Org because they want to grow their businesses. And so they're really trying to buy like success and growth for their businesses. And that leaves us in a little bit of a weird spot, right? Because our, if they're our successful, home mentality, they leave, right? Yeah, if they're not successful, they leave. It's like and a they're doctor, expecting, right? Yeah, it's actually, it's, it's probably, it's, it's, it's more difficult than that because for us, it's like, we've always thought if we give you really great data, we've delivered on our promise. But the truth of the matter is, unless we help you grow, we have not delivered on our promise. And so it's a different sort of, we're developing our customer success reps to, to be consultative, to help with the business, to teach the, the users how to not only use our platform, but how to use it to generate more revenue for their, for their firms. What are you guys willing to spend to acquire a customer? I mean, I don't think we don't think about it like that. We're pretty, you know, we, th- I, I think we think about it like a, we have a business that's profitable um, and which is a rare thing in, in, in software period. Um, but, but, um, but we feel like we have great cost economics around acquiring customers today. And so we watch that metric, but there's not like a, don't go above this number. Well, well, educate us. You're profitable. You're doing something right. Well, well, how, how do you make sure that stays in check? Well, we're located in Vancouver, Washington, okay. uh, which is a suburb of Portland, which helps. Okay. Um, so we're not we're not competing with uh, inflated Silicon Valley salaries. How many people for, do you have? We have about three hundred and fifteen. Okay. Um, and so that that helps. For sure. I mean, do you think uh, do you think about lifetime value or things like that or no? Yeah, we think about lifetime value. Okay. Well, I mean, so what do you have that mapped at? What is the average customer worth to you over their life? 
they end up being worth somewhere between like three hundred and four hundred thousand dollars for us. Okay, got it. So they stay with you, you know, on average three to four years. I mean, if you if if you want to just extrapolate that in an Excel sheet. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit more than that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, what is the uh, what is the you know one of the things that you know I chat with I buy sell companies all the time on the back end. One of the things I always see it's very difficult to get someone to work hard for you after you make them rich, right? What keeps you motivated? I mean, I assume you made plenty of money, do, you know, selling this to TA. What, what keeps you motivated to keep doing this? Look, I, I think about this a lot. I just ha- I have a six month old uh, daughter oh, and I congrats. think about this. Thank you. And I think about this a lot in that, like, I don't want, I want my daughter to see that I work hard. I want that to be something that's important to her and that she, you know, she grows up knowing like daddy worked hard and dad went to work. Beyond that, it's important for me to make this a success for TA. And then for myself, it's important for me to prove that I can be a success beyond like having a good idea and lightning striking. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I want to prove to myself, to my friends, to my family, to my daughter that that there's a real skill that goes into running a business beyond just coming up with an idea, but scaling it and seeing it through successful exits. You know, that's important to me as just as a somebody who's trying to achieve. Yep. Hey, that's, that's a great reason. Is she, is she your only one? She's our only one. Yep. Very good. And you said you're 31. I'm 33. Oh, 33. Okay. Very cool. Well, Hey, we, uh, I want to get into kind of the wrap up section and get into our famous five, but Henry, before I do that, if people want to connect to you online personally, just kind of follow what you're up to and watch you as you build discover org, where is the best place for folks to do that? Uh, on LinkedIn, uh, and I'm just in slash a shuck and then, or on Twitter, I'm Henry L. Shuck. If you're listening right now and you do anything related to sales or you're a CEO or anything like that, you're probably using something like Yesware or Salesforce or ToutApp or something like that to help your sales team close more deals, maybe Boomerang and Gmail. You've got to look at something that I just bought. I use this company inside my inbox to sell heyo.com. I use it now to get podcast sponsors and all kinds of things. It helps me schedule emails to be sent later, do open tracking, set reminders, and to do and set up auto follow sequences all in my inbox. I'm thinking about going all in on this, raising dozens of millions of dollars, 10, 20, maybe 50 million. Maybe we'll raise 50 million to take it. I can do that so easily. And then in three years, I'll be at the stock exchange and ding, 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 ding. I'll be doing the opening bell going public for two, three, four billion dollars. Tell me if you think it's doable. If you're listening right now in the sales space, go to the topinbox.com, install okay, top it, and then text me and tell me what you think. Many people go you came out of nowhere, your website's growing so fast, how did you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator, I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator, and the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use, because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin, and guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45 day money back guarantee. Okay. Again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. All right, guys, we will link to that in the show notes at NathanLacka.com forward slash the top five, one, two, again, forward slash the top five, one, two. Um, Henry, I just realized I missed something actually. Do you guys know when you look at your, uh, annual renewals, what do you have like a 70, 80, 90% renewal rate? What is that? It's, it's plus 90%. Okay. That's great. Do you, are you driving a bunch of expansion revenue? Do you have like seats or things like that or, or, or not really? 
Yeah, we do. So seats and, and new data sets. So we're continuously building new data. And so that can get added on. And we've built a predictive intelligence suite that can get added on. And so there are a lot of new products that, that can be added on for customers. Got it. Very cool. All right, let's get to the famous five. Quick answers and uh, sorry, quick questions and even faster answers. Number one, what is your favorite business book? My favorite business. Oh, good, bo- good boss, bad boss. Oh, that's a new one. I haven't heard that before. What's it about? It's about how to be a good boss and, and the things that make bad bosses and personality traits and organizational management that makes uh, great and bad bosses. Uh, it's by Robert Sutton, who's a professor at Stanford. Very cool. Is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, CEO that I'm following or studying right now? Mm, no, not really. Okay. And by the way, what's your, are, you, are you the CEO at Discover Org or are you on the executive team or what? Yeah, I'm the CEO. CEO, got it. Okay, good. Number three, what's your favorite online tool like TopDAO? My favorite online tool, you know, Gmail. I yeah, use Gmail. I mean, Gmail. Number four, yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? I do. Even with a six-month-old? She's sleeping 12 hours a night. My what? My, my wife is a drill sergeant, yeah, which makes no. my life very That's much all that. That's all that NyQuil before, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right, very good. So you got a little one, you're 33. Henry, last question. Take us back 13 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? What do I think? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think my 20 year old self knew this, but I would tell him like work harder than you could ever imagine working because your, your biggest value that you can add can come with working really, really hard on things. Top tribe. There you have it. Work harder than you can ever imagine from Henry. He's had a lot of success now focused on discover organ. He launched it back in 2007. They grew, they grew, they grew to 25 million bucks in ACV before selling to TA associates at the private equity firm. Now in November, 2016, they have over 2,100 customers. They're doing somewhere around 5.8 ish in monthly recurring revenue or they'll finish out 2016 at about a $70 million ARR rate, retaining over 90% of their annual customers with their team of over three, 315 people based in Portland. Henry, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks a lot, Nathan. If you enjoyed Henry today, go back and listen to Ian yesterday. Ian breaks down how to pivot a business that's already doing 50 grand in MR into something totally new. He did it with his company, Lidero. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.